third chapter of James begins an examination of the dangers of the tongue. Anyone who has been stung by its pernicious venom can understand the need for James' warnings. In this edition, the 47th of Sound Teaching, we're going to discuss James' statement that the tongue is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. In James chapter 3 and verse 8, our teacher wrote, But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Most of us have been damaged by the unkind words of another. And perhaps we ourselves have been guilty of harming someone else by what we have said. Surely anything James has to say which will help us to control the tongue is to be greatly appreciated and is worthy of our study. In the second chapter of James' epistle, he emphasizes the necessity of doing something. He asserts that the only way we can prove that we have faith in God is by showing that faith through our actions. We indeed today have a problem with apathy. Too many people claim to have faith in God, but they are doing nothing. And that's not true faith. True faith is active. And so James spends most of the second chapter pointing out that fact. But having done this, he now begins to put limits on that action. In effect, it's not only necessary to do something, but also to make sure that what we are doing is beneficial and acceptable to God. And so he says in chapter 2, do something. And then immediately in chapter 3, he says, let not many of you become teachers. Well, it seems almost a contradiction until you consider James' focus in these verses. He's already warned against doing no works. Now he's merely warning against doing the wrong kind of works, and in particular, saying the wrong kinds of words. When James says in verse 1, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. He is not discouraging someone who desires the work of teaching. He's not saying that it's wrong to teach or that it's something to be avoided. He is saying not to carelessly assume the burden of teaching because there is a great responsibility to be found in that work. Any man who teaches is in danger of teaching someone error and as such condemning his soul to hell. The teacher has influence. He can lead others down the path to destruction. How each of us should carefully consider what we teach and preach before the words ever come out of our mouth. I would encourage any Christian to aspire to be a teacher. It takes a great deal of study and work, and there is nothing that is more important than teaching the gospel of Christ. But I would encourage only those who are qualified to actually teach our Lord's word to others. Notice the description that James gives to the tongue in the text. In verse 5, it's a little member that boasts great things. It is a fire, a world of iniquity. It is something that defiles the body in verse 6. Verse 8 says it's an untamable, unruly evil full of poison. Verses 9 and 10, he says that it's used to bless, then immediately to curse. Now think of all the sayings we have about the evil of the tongue. Our children chant, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names can never hurt me. We say that someone is speaking out of the side of his mouth or speaking with a forked tongue. A contentious woman is said to have a sharp tongue. We've all heard of tongue waggers, those who gossip and slander. A mother tells her rebellious son to hold his tongue. Well, so many of the sins mentioned in God's word involve the tongue. 
things such as cursing, lies, gossip, backbiting, slander, blasphemy, sedition, and false teaching. And this is why James states in verse 1 that not many are to become teachers. This warning is very similar to the condemnation Paul gives of false teachers in Galatians 1 verse 8. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Verses 9 through 12 of our text deals with the hypocrisy of the tongue. As verse 10 states, Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Perhaps above all other things, the words a man uses will betray his true loyalty. No spring can yield both salt water and fresh, and therefore if we claim to be of God, we must exhibit our fidelity to him by controlling our littlest member. I thank God for my tongue, but may he help me to use such a magnificent tool for his glory and not against man in the work of God. May God help us all to see the danger of the tongue, that it's an unruly evil, a deadly poison, and give us wisdom to avoid the sins it causes. No man can tame the tongue. We cannot let it run loose like a domesticated pet. We must keep it bound up and bridled, as stated in verses 2 through 5 of our text, lest it pose a danger to ourselves and to others. Let us keep these warnings of James always in mind and bless God and man with this wondrous member. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation, or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.